Hello and welcome into the Gotta Be Saints podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Gotta. Join me each week as I speak with future saints about being saints. Today's podcast is titled How to Engage in Spiritual Combat with Dan Schneider. Dan, thank you so much for joining today for this podcast. Thank you, Brendan. Glad to be here, man. I appreciate you having me on the show. If you don't recall, Dan has been on the podcast before, just a few episodes earlier, and we were talking about a different book. But today we're here to talk about Lever Cristo, the Lever Cristo Method, uh, Field Manual for Spiritual Combat, which I, I this time have the book right in front of me. So very excited to to kind of talk about this. And as I said, the title for today's podcast is How to Engage in Spiritual Combat. If you are new to the podcast, we welcome you. Thank you for joining us today. I want to shout out our two podcast sponsors before we get rolling. Firstly, that's the Catholic Company. They are a one-stop shop for all your Catholic needs, from rosaries to books to clothing. The Catholic Company has it all. If you need a new Bible, they've got you. If you need a confirmation gift, they've got you. You need something for First Communion, they've got you. So use code BRENDAN, that's B-R-E-N-D-A-N, for 20% off your order. Secondarily, I want to shout out Good Catholic. Good Catholic is a digital media company focused on inviting you, the listener, to grow in your faith. They have podcasts, blog articles, and then digital series that you can purchase. Use code GBS for 20% off your order. That's code GBS for 20% off your order. Okay, now on to today's topic. As I said, we're talking about Dan's new book. Dan, if you want to just briefly introduce yourself, if somebody didn't happen to listen to our first conversation, uh, I want them to to know who you are. Okay, yeah, my name is Dan Schneider. I'm a, uh, originally from Columbus, Ohio. Um, I'm an adjunct professor at uh, Franciscan University. Uh, New Testament or Scripture and the early church fathers is kind of my area of expertise. Long before I started studying theology, I, I was a soldier. I was a, a TAC helicopter pilot, flew in Desert Storm, um, and uh, so. Uh, and I was also an amateur boxer. So sometimes I approach uh, spiritual combat and spirituality from a you know a bit of a martial uh, militaristic point of view. And I think it uh, you know in the Catechism it says that all of our human history is one of dour combat with the forces of evil. So trying to bring back. Um, some of that theology into the church, but but I'm basically a, a Catholic uh, a professor of theology and a former military officer, and I've been involved with um, uh, exorcism and deliverance for almost ten years now. And I work with Father Chad Ripperker uh, as well, um, consulting consulting on cases as as well as training priests uh, and lay associates that work with priests and exorcists uh, throughout the country. Well, we're so thankful to have you on. I enjoyed our conversation before, and I'm sure this one will be wonderful as well. And I didn't say it in the first episode, but uh, most of the people who listen to this podcast are probably aware I'm an alumni of Franciscan, so I love the school as well. So uh, I'm sure the university is happy to have you there. But we're we're talking about your book here, Lever Cristo Method, and you kind of hit on it a little bit that you have a uh, a background uh, in in military. Can you kind of explain how your military experiences? influence your approach to spiritual combat as outlined in this book? Yeah. And the, and the back cover, uh, is a phrase there. Um, we fight an ancient enemy and the ancient weapons are best. 
And so uh, as I watch, for example, the modern battlefield, when, when I was when I was in Iraq, it was tanks. It was traditional linear battlefields. Um, and then the Iraqis, uh, the second time um, were digging. They were even when, when we were there, they were digging in um, trench warfare and the, the, you know, the U.S. military and the coalition forces just annihilated them. And so what did they do? They took off their their um, uniforms. They started doing guerrilla fighting. They started hiding behind civilians and, and, and using IEDs and bombing uh, supply trains. And so they they went to a more primitive form of combat. They would walk our soldiers now. And we were now finding ourselves no artillery, no tanks, but actually going house to house uh, the second time we went back to Iraq. And I think the ancient enemy now is doing a similar battle shift of tactics, and he's going more primitive. And so I believe that the the book that I've written um, is based on on the experience of Father Ripperger, Mr. Kyle Clements, his longhand, right-hand uh, a man who trained us and our team and has been a mentor to me, um, as well as my own experience working with cases, uh, to give him practical uh, uh, solutions um, this is not a book of, hey, what are cool stories that you've seen? You know, what are some of the crazy stuff you've seen in session? This is a practical 12 step, 12 lessons to walk you through to try to unravel some of the some of the knots that may have been tangled up uh, and knotted up in your spiritual life to identify the enemy, learn the tactics, learn the rules of engagement and properly engage. So from from what I'm hearing, this book is for those who I, I mean, I would assume it's for everyone, but it's really I, in maybe uh, to the greatest degree for those who really need help fighting the devil and and being the people that they're called to be am, am I right in hearing you it is learn and, and yes and learning the engagements i i was sitting here thinking how do i how do i write this book that that will um pass the muster academically and intellectually for the Nikola Opstad and Imprimatur, but also make it readable for the average catholic and so, and so, I wanted to make sure it was it was it was um, um, properly sourced and well written, but also interesting. So I was sitting here, and I and I was looking over, and I saw uh, uh, my old Ranger handbook from um, the Army Rangers have a that Ranger handbook on the front of it says "Not for the weak or faint-hearted," and then it lists off Rogers' rules for Rangers. This is the this this is the formula for guerrilla warfare that that developed in the 1700s. When the, when, the, when the Army Rangers were first formed. And the very first rule of Roger's Rules for Rangers is every ranger is bound by the rules and articles of war. And that's the problem is that in the, in the modern church, we, we have in many ways uncritically accepted um, um, you know, Protestant ecclesiologies, Protestant practices, and, and other theologies that aren't fully Catholic. And so, so the book tries to lay out the, the, the ancient way of the normal way of battling the enemy and learning the rules of engagement. I start. I started off by quoting one of the quotes, I, uh, I, uh, multiple quotes of Father Amorth, because he's the grandfather of modern exorcism. And here's what he says. One good confession is worth a hundred exorcisms. One good mm-hmm. confession. Confession is stronger than exorcism. But he says there's always a strong temptation for charismatic sensitives and exorcists of finding the quickest way to heal by going outside of the common sacred means to obtain grace. And he says, those who try to find these quick solutions outside of the common sacred means to obtain grace, he says, unwittingly fall into the trap of superstition or magic. And so so I try to unpack that, um, looking at the rules of engagement, and then what are the common sacred means of obtaining grace? The sacraments, first and foremost, as Catholics, the sacraments. 
prayer. Most people that most people don't know how to pray. I have a podcast. You have a podcast. Listening to our podcast or listening to a Father Ripperger video, that's not prayer. Prayer is communion with God, spending time with God. So teaching people how to pray, starting with vocal prayer and then mental prayer, meditation, and then hopefully uh, uh, learning custody of the imagination and washing their interiority through the words of Scripture, through Lexio Divina, and then something that's lost today, and that's a, a spirituality of sacrifice, of suffering. How do we use the redemptive value of suffering? These are the common ancient ways of doing battle. And so throughout the book, those those different elements are brought about. Mm, it's beautiful. I love I love just hearing you talk about, you know, the, this this common problem that, uh, you know, it, of course, needs to be solved in the hearts of each and every person. But just how do we pray? I I think you and I probably both know so many people, ourselves included, where, you know, prayer uh, can always develop and grow. Uh, but there are so many folks who, you know, don't don't even think to, to turn to prayer ever. It's not even on their uh, list of ways to, to, to be better or to, to find peace or healing or anything. And our, our Lord makes it very clear how important prayer is, as he himself uh, spent yeah. so much of his time uh, doing it himself. So you, you kind of talked a little bit about the, you know, th- this, this method and emphasizing the importance of ancient weapons and tactics in spiritual warfare. Can you share some uh, specific examples of how these ancient methods have proven effective in modern spiritual combat? We'll be right back. Interested in learning more about your faith? I invite you to check out Good Catholic. They are a digital media brand focused on sharing and teaching about the faith. From podcasts to blogs to digital series, Good Catholic has it all. Use the code in the show notes to get 20% off your order at Good Catholic. Yeah, one of the things is um, that we've discovered uh, that the demon responds to the imposition of order as much as to the prayers themselves. Too often we, we we think we need to have this special prayer, this secret novena, and this, you know, like a trick play. Um, but the demon responds to the imposition of order, um, both physical order and order in the home. And so that's a huge element is learning to pray, to set time aside for prayer. So Part of our protocol, and Father Ripperger has a four-phase protocol that's developed. The first phase is a 30 days, and I, I put it in the appendix, so if anyone wants to do it as a devotional, similar to, P, to Exodus 90. It's kind of a PX90 for the soul, that you 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 withdraw from the world, you do a media fast, you, you pray the Angelus and set prayers three times a day, and you focus on establishing a, a, a prayer order. St. Catherine of Siena says it this way, Doctor of the Church, she says that everybody, should pray at least 30 minutes a day. She said, unless they're busy. And she said, if they're busy, they should pray for an hour. You know, so we don't pray as Catholics. There's many daily communicants that don't pray. So setting times, beginning with vocal prayer, and then little by little um, working on the rosary, meditation. Uh, um, you know, when Padre Pio, he referred to the rosary as his weapon, right? And we like to say that. He, you know, I quoted him in the book. He says to a young friar, bring me my weapon, right? But we lose sight of the fact that the Blessed Mother, when she says, when she when she told Dominic, she said, do you realize what I'm giving you? She says, 
talking about the rosary. She says, she didn't say, look at this beautiful sash that adorns me with, with beauty. With She says, no, I'm giving you a weapon. What I'm giving you is a battering ram. A battering ram. I mean, you want a battering ram in combat, you know. They use this in ancient combat. They use this to, 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 to knock down city gates, to tear down strongholds. That's the rosary. When well prayed, it's a powerful weapon. And so uh, the big one is prayer. But, but going back to the, the, the rules of engagement, like Roger says, what are the rules of engagement? Number one, the demon is going to yield or not yield based upon our good looks, based of not, not, not on our intelligence, not on my PhD, not on anything. He's going to yield on three things. Number one, does this person have requisite authority of the person, place, or the object? He's going to yield to that authority because God established it through natural law and divine positive law as it develops into the priesthood. Does this person have authority? in the home, over the object, etc. Number two, what is the state of merit? What is the state of grace? Is this person holy? Because you can be the head of household and have authority in your household, but if you're not holy, if you're compromised, you're looking at pornography, the demon's not going to yield. You have to pray from a position of holiness, impurity, humility. And finally, third and last, is what is the person praying? The specificity in prayer is very important. But the specificity, you know, when I was in flying uh, attack helicopters, you had to you had to hit your target. You could blow everything up around it, right, and scare the crap out of everybody. But specificity in combat is absolutely critical to move the, the needle and take ground. So those are the three rules of engagement that I work in throughout the, the entire book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's, that's beautiful. And I, I think for anyone who's at home listening, I hope, you know, from this, you're hearing... I, I, you're you're looking to pick up this book. I think uh, you know. I'm I'm excited myself to to kind of dive in there, and, and you're inspiring me too, Dan. Just to you know, look at my own prayer life and, and with humility, kind of say, what can I be doing to develop it further? And um, the next thing I wanted to to kind of hit on a little bit, or ask you to hit on, is you know, you talk about five key elements that are mentioned in the books, um, and and how crucial they are for spiritual warfare. Could you elaborate on these elements and then just kind of explain how readers yeah. can incorporate them into their own spiritual lives? So the right. renunciation, repentance, examination, learning, and prayer. Right. So it's, so it's, 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 I try to, I use the analogy of David and Goliath. The early church fathers you saw the battle between David and Goliath as foreshadowing the battle of Christ on the cross, you know. And so the cross is a tropion. Uh, it's a war memorial. We, we hear that word on Good Friday as part of the sequence of Good Friday's liturgy. And so this is the way the fathers saw it. The fathers in the early first few centuries saw the cross as the spot of victory that that Jesus de- de- decapitated the devil just as Goliath, David and Goliath. And so I, I, I work in the story of, of the five stones and the five, uh, uh, some symbol, symbolic meaning of what, of, of that battle with David and Goliath. But it, it's, there's an interior logic. And so re- renouncing evil influence, you have to first identify those areas of your life that, that evil has entered into you. And, and, uh, um, and then working through repentance, metanoia, and unforgiveness, uh, uh, forgiveness and unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is a huge one um, that that most in most cases, if not every case of possession that that I've been involved with, there's some element of unforgiveness, uh, and sometimes it's even unforgiveness of themselves. So working on those areas, um, what, what areas have I if I participated with evil that I need to I need to renounce, rebuke, reject. Um, Another element too is is working, developing um, 
um, any looking at any interior trauma. Um, so what areas of my life do I have what I would call unintegrated trauma, meaning trauma is subjective. Uh, um, violence is objective. So, so, uh, so oftentimes the tr- what we when we experience violence, we 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 that pr- we have a we have a, a traumatic experience. It's very subjective, and the demon can be attracted to that. Jesus suffered violence, but not trauma. Perfectly conformed to the will of the Father, and offering Himself in self and in, 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 in an offering of love and oblation of love for us. And so, and so identifying those areas of trauma, because when there's areas of trauma that haven't been integrated, and how do we integrate? Through suffering, by offering and linking our suffering, because our suffering is meaningless apart from a, a union of suffering with the suffering of Jesus Christ. Um, and so in that trauma, that's that, that, that the demon can feed on that. We can create, we can have created a, a ligature of a psychological compatibility. Of 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 unf- oh you 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 have no forgiveness of your father well guess what the demon doesn't forgive God the Father you know, oh you have this wound or that wound the demon feeds on that so learning how to deal with those traumas pull those events up uh, um, and 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 start linking those with how to how to use those uh, and find healing to those and and remove that from, from the demon from being able to use that against you and then um, once you've identified Areas that you've participated in evil, areas of psychological trauma, that areas that you've that 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 where you've uh, um, done evil in your life, areas that's been opened, then start developing a how to make a good confession. So, if you really want to know what this book looks like, it's teaching people how to pray. It's a, this is a tactical manual. This is not a strategic. I'm working on a follow-up book that's more of an overarching strategy. This is a tactical manual, practical things. And so, in the middle of this is embedded a deep dive general confession. So how how do we uh, um, how do we uh, look at not just develop the, the the vices and the evil spirits uh, that may, we may have uh, uh, been complicit with over the years, but how do we develop the requisite virtue? I quote a uh, a modern psychologist. And it is a phrase, if you can name it, you can tame it. You know, talking about, he's talking about the emotions. But the same thing really works uh, for the spiritual life, um, mutatis mutandis, if you will, um, that if you can name the defect, I'm struggling with X, whether it's this vice of impurity, this vice of, of anger, this vice, whatever, you can name it. You can, if you can name the defect, you can now tame the demon that might be driving the defect behind there. Then how do you beat it, though? It's going back and developing the right virtue. So showing the different virtues, the connections between the defects, the, the doctor vices to some of these defects, to to name them, particularly in the confessional, and then develop starting to develop the virtue, and then finally the the weapons and tactics of prayer. How we can use prayer. How the human person is 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 in, in the view of Saint Thomas Aquinas. The, the interiority of the human person, what it means to be in the image and likeness of God, what does it mean to get custody of your imagination, where does the battle take place, and then how we can develop uh, an, interior, an, an interior wall of protection and so that we can learn how to pray more deeply in meditation and Lectio Divina. These are the weapons of warfare that, that, that the, ancient, the ancient church fathers w- would see you know, and, and utilize prayer, sacrifice, and sacrament. In your mind, is if if someone picks, does this book have the tools for someone to pursue holiness well? 
This is to me. This is this is a, a manual to grow in holiness. You know, it's it's just practical. I was I was laying in bed um, in the height of COVID when everybody we we're all freaking out. We're all going to die. You know, and all this all this media scare stuff. I'm laying in bed and I hand over this piece of paper to my wife, and she says, "What's this?" And I said, "This uh, this is a, a litany to be prayed in times of plague." And it was an ancient litany, you know. And she said. Uh, you, my son, my friend, she said, you practice smash mouth Catholicism. And being from Ohio, you know what smash mouth is. I grew up with Woody Hayes, you know. And so and so I was like tearing up. I'm like, that's the coolest thing you've ever said to me. You know? <laughs> and, uh, this is really just smash mouth Catholicism. I mean, you got to have a ground game. You, 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 you know what I mean? You have to just ground and pound. And that's what this really does. It goes back to the basics of Roman Catholicism to grow in sanctity. Ultimately, um, it's growing in holiness. It's, it's holiness of thought, word, and deed. This is how we defeat the enemy. It's not, it's, there's no secrets to this. It's, it's having a Catholic home. It's not just understanding the Catholic faith, but it's living the Roman Catholic faith, a faith that's connected to the liturgical calendar, a faith that's connected to the past, you know, to, to the saints that have stood before us, uh, um, the teachings of the saints, going back to the words of scripture, the teachings of, of, of our Lord, the authority of the priesthood, the power and dignity of the priesthood on this. And also from that, the sacraments. And so learn teaching people how to utilize these great tools. Cause oftentimes we're standing there in this citadel, this, and this is my friend, Kyle gave me this analogy and it makes perfect sense. We're in this citadel completely fortified. And then someone stands down there half naked with a stick and says, come fight me. And so what do we do? We should just dump cannonballs on them and, and walk away and have lunch. But we don't, we go down, we take off our armor, we open the city gates and we try and we, we strip down to our underwear and we try to fight him stick with stick. We have to use the weapons that the church has given us. And so I try to try to introduce those using militaristic language and language of military experience. You know, uh, I quoted Chesty Polar, the famous Marine. He said, what's your situation? Uh, update. He's in Korea. He said, our situation, we're surrounded. That simplifies the problem, right? That means in what direction we, we shoot at, we hit one of the enemy. So we are surrounded in our culture. But how do we deal with the situation that we find ourselves in? We go back to the ancient weapons. Well, thank you so much, Dan. This, is, this has been a wonderful conversation. And I hope anyone who's at home who's watching this is, or listening to it has uh, found a desire to, to pick up this book. I want to give you a chance for, for final thoughts, anything that you'd want to, to mention. No, I, you know, um, uh, I encourage you to, 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 to read the book. Um, it's, it's, um, uh, it's, it's a practical guide. I was sitting, uh, waiting for my pastor one day years ago, uh, and I was watching him take, break down the altar after daily mass and we we're going to go have breakfast. And then I realized that guy needs help. That guy needs something that he can hand to the average Catholic. He says, I don't know what's going on, but I need, I need, I need a little help to get out of the, 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 the rut that I'm in. This is one of those books that's going to, that kind of goes, it's a deep dive. It's not a sit in your book nook with a hot chocolate, uh, you know, and, and, and this is a, this is a, this is a tactical field manual and it was, and it's, it's titled that way for a reason and it's written that way, but it gives tactical, practical advice uh, and direction based on the ancient tradition of the church. Well, thank you so much, Dan. This is the Lieber Cristo Method, a field manual for spiritual combat. Dan Schneider, thanks again uh, to anyone who's at home who has been able to watch this or listen to it. Thank you so much. Uh, once again, we want to shout out our sponsors. That's the Catholic Company, a one-stop shop for all your Catholic needs. Use code BRENDAN 
for 20% off and also good Catholic use code GBS for 20% off. If you've enjoyed listening to this, make sure that you subscribe and also uh, give us five stars. We'd love to see that. And it also helps us to uh, be seen by more people. So thank you again, Dan, and thank you to everyone at home. God bless. Thank you, Brendan. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe and check out goodcatholic.com for more details.